Welcome to episode four of the No Chance Attached podcast. Garrett Pastardi, Colin Spencer, Zach Hurricane Lindau are all here to apologize for a horrific week of our Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks. It was tough. Was not ideal. Was not ideal. Oh, three. Oh, three. We're good. We're sorry. Yeah. If we lost any of your money, I don't know if we did, but that that's bad. Yeah. It was not good. Um, and also. It is a skid mark on the underpants of this podcast that our lead pipe locks went over three. Yeah, yeah, we are. We're now three. We got to do better. Yeah, we're now three and five on the year. Total. And two of them are mine in one week, which isn't even really fair. That's not good. <laughs> That's not good. And two of them. So, and two of them I cheated and made two. We'll have to do better on that this well, week. Um, but yeah, just Dow and I both both really blew it with UCF. And yeah, Colin bought in as well. I know he I, lost money yeah. on that. Too. I did. I bought into the UCF hype. Um, I am well, they're our national champions. So. Yeah, they, they, well, yeah. what got me was I thought the pride of a t- of a defending national champion, two time defending national champion. Right. I thought that would will them over Pitt, but now we're looking into a scenario where maybe Pitt's not as bad as we thought they were. Was was that a quality uh, one for Penn State? Uh, it may end up being a quality one for Penn State. I don't know. I mean. Look at Pitt's schedule. They don't. They don't play anyone. Here's my question: pick, Like, pick, are we looking at a ten and two Pitt team? Right no. In all, no. Wait, wait, no. In all, in all seriousness, though, what team? What teams are Pitt gonna play? That oh. you're like UCF is is worse UC, than them. UCF, UCF is, is better. Best opponent. UCF is general. the best opponent on their schedule. I looked at their schedule after the game. And because I, I gotta pull up their schedule really quick because it, it's it's uh it's bad. Pitt plays Delaware this weekend. It, it's not the most shocking thing in the world if they lose that game. <laughs> What's they're, really sad is you never know. They got, you never know. Narduzzi left the field and he was like, "We're a damn good football team." Yeah. Everyone's like, "All right, pack on game now. Left is probably at Duke. They don't play Clemson. No, we're looking at an eleven and one Pitt they, team. They play. Jeez. They play at Duke. Then bye week at Syracuse, home against Miami. If. Pitt goes eleven and one, and their only loss is at Penn State. Ten are they? They lost ten and two. They lost. Okay, they're ten. Okay, that yeah. that changes a lot. But yeah. if they're ten and two, their only loss is at home. To, and they if beat Pitt Clemson rattles off and, and, and they ACC beat Clemson in the ACC title game, are we? Maybe. No. I don't think. We I mean, if that. you're telling me yeah. they rattle off, what would that be? Nine straight wins. They're pretty much. The, they rattle the off Penn nine State straight of wins. The 2016. They rattle off nine straight wins. They beat the fictional back-to-back national champions, and they beat the real national champions. <laughs> How do you not put them in there? Pat Narduzzi, coach. I will say Pitt is going to be favored in every single game they play this year. It's unbelievable. <laughs> That's, that's how not bad, even a That is how bad the ACC <laughs> no, is. This yeah. I actually thought about this. Do you remember when we were arguing and I was like Notre Dame could schedule the worst Power Five schools yeah. every year? And if they went undefeated, they'd get in the playoffs. Yeah. How is that any different than what Clemson's doing this year? They're literally playing the worst Power Five schools in the country. Well, the thing is, like, it's not their fault the ACC sucks. Yeah. You know? At least they're. I, I know, but like, and the was, ACC's bad. Is the main point I'm trying it to was, answer? It yeah. was three years ago that Clemson, Louisville, and Florida State were all in the top five and in the same division. That is true. So it all, it all. Yeah. How long did that last though? That was like. It's a few. It lasts for a couple of years. A couple. Okay. Yeah. Clemson would. Uh, 
Florida State was the established power. Yeah, Jimbo. Clemson was coming up. Clemson was coming up, and then Louisville got Bobby Petrino back. And, and they had years, Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Um, but we'll get into that. We get if we start talking college football, we won't talk anything else. Yeah, we won't talk NFL. So week yeah. three of the NFL, AB. That's the only thing we should even discuss with the NFL. Going, I right mean, now. every single week. We've There's more Antonio AB. Brown yes. as it has has any other NFL podcast or any other NFL news, whatever. But um, yeah, he's going back to Central Michigan. Does he yeah, have any eligibility so. left? I don't believe so. He was only in college three years. So yeah, but he got paid. So yeah, I think yeah. he's I think he's out. Did you but, see uh-huh. his Instagram story? Or no, wait, he tweeted his schedule out. Yeah, and they it's really like, pray for his English professor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's not good. I'm not sure that guy can read the cat in the hat, to be honest with you. But we um imagine walking into class and Antonio Brown is just like sitting next to you. Here's the like, thing though, all the women in that place have to be at least 50 yards away from that oh, guy. Oh yeah, it's, like it's gonna be an issue. I, I mean, can't imagine him sitting in the lecture hall. It, he 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 did this, by the way. You're convinced? Did you see those texts? He was like, I wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> he the was like he was like, like yelling at her no he like started a group message with like him and like his <laughs> his his boys and was like hey this is the girl that's like accusing me of this here are her kids and, like, <laughs> sent a picture of her kids could it's you like, imagine? go find her could you imagine if this this retard started a group text a group chat with like the three women <laughs> Dude, I, he he's, started a group message with this woman that's accusing him of sexual assault. I can't believe Central what Michigan is, took him back. What an idiot! Yeah, oh my God. it's really bad. I uh, I didn't think it could get worse than worse than getting frostbite on your feet and cryotherapy. I thought that was like it was as bad as it could get. Like I thought you, that was like you know. little did I know a man could not only get me tooed not once but twice. And then in retaliation, that most people, even even the guys, can get me tooed. No, we're not dealing with Are great. You're saying tooed. Me tooed. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said. I thought you were saying tooed. No. Yeah, I was like, what? Even me the guys. Too'd. No. Even these use, guys. Use your use your pronunciation. Even these guys, like, let's be honest, we're not dealing with the best guys. Close game right. However, at least they show a little bit of remorse and like try to cover their tracks. Yeah. Antonio Brown's not even covering his tracks. Yeah. He's just throwing fuel on the fire. This dude doesn't care. Um. He did it. <laughs> Breaking Fuck. news real quick. Got ESPN update. Close game alert. Bears lead Redskins 28-15. That's not a close it's game. Not a close I, game. You know what, though? That brings game. a backdoor cover into play here, Zach. It does bring a backdoor cover into play. It's like five and a half. I got it. I got it at six. Yeah, I've seen crazier yeah. things. Okay. Maybe not. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know if ESPN's struggling for viewers yeah. right now, I, but I, I got this update. Does Washington and, have the ball? No, no, they don't have the ball. Nothing of, about this game has been close. Jay Gruden's going to get fired, but yeah. A lot of time left here, boys. There ain't a long time left. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, Antonio Brown. Um, what well, there's nothing said? even left he, to say he has about. He burned it. every bridge possible. He went after yeah. Robert Kraft for his rub and tug. He called Big Ben a rapist. Yeah. Uh, that was only a matter of time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's, not, he's not wrong. I mean, what? Well, debatable. What? Well, I mean, it's the pot calling. Yeah, <laughs> hey, no, it, yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> However, at least he didn't say anything about Brady. 
Well, and there's nothing to say about Brady other than he's the greatest ever. Yeah. yeah. Does he mouth, kiss, favorite, does he mouth kiss his kids? But that's fine. Dude, what like, if Antonio Bryant tweeted like, been like, I'm getting yelled at for so-and-so with this girl. Meanwhile, this guy's making out with his kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, could you imagine? He like, he, like, made it seem like he'd been with the Patriots for, like, five years. I know. He, like, tweeted, like, go win this. Yeah. He'd been on the team <laughs> yeah. for 11 days. 11 no, days. How, about, how about the fact <laughs> that he tweeted, go win this, as if he was, like, you know, an established veteran. Like, his yeah. jersey's being hung in the rafters. Yeah, yeah. No. So he tweets, go win this. And then like 30 minutes later, starts talking about the owner's rub and tug scheme. Yeah. Oh, I know. Like it is. It's incredible. It's wild. He's incredible. I was talking to, uh, I'm going to name drop here. I was talking to Kim Jones. Okay. Who NFL, NFL network. Okay. Um, uh, and this was about maybe three weeks ago or just before the NFL season started. We were talking about AB and she's like, I think he's got some serious issues. Just an no attention, attention seeker. She was yeah. saying that he, he she doesn't think he wants to play. Yeah. Just looking for reasons to now things have kind of changed since then. Right. Where it's been like We got screwed out of his money, like he needed to play more to get his all his guaranteed money. Yeah. And now he's getting I mean, you tell Robert Kraft to go to go F yourself because you got a rub and tug and then fired him, you're not gonna get your money now. Right. What an idiot. Antonio Brown's not playing in the NFL. Here's here's my question: Where does he rank on NFL diva wide receivers? Is he better than Team, Obliter- Team Obliterator, as Skip Bayless I, calls him? I think he just that's that's like, he had to have just taken the number one spot. Is that T.O.? Yeah, he he had to have taken. Dude, the Team one Obliterator spot. was doing crunches in his driveway, talking <laughs> trash about amazing. Donovan McNabb. With Drew Rosenhaus. With Drew Rosenhaus, yeah, right agent. Like that was amazing. That was. I remember watching that. Was like like has. I, Antonio Brown's done some crazy stuff, but that was like that was theater. That's with, an all-time. What Tio gave us. Also, uh, we haven't seen a "That's my quarterback" crying rant out of Antonio Brown. No, we haven't. Um, I, I'm giving To number one still. I, I don't know Antonio Brown. Now, has, don't get me wrong. Antonio, Antonio Brown has divided himself out well, of the league. Well, no, let he, me. He, 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 <laughs> that is a great point. No, That's let me. Point. Well, let me say this. I think Antonio Brown's a significantly worse human being than Terrell Owens. But as yeah. far as the quality. Of T.O.'s drama, I, I'm partial to T.O. Now, T.O.'s, a, I think, a, a T.O.'s I think a better player. I think it was player. more, like, theatrical. Dude, it, it was. Like, it was definitely it more was theatrical. theatrical where it was like, all right, he can he can be, he can make an ass of himself, but he'll still be able to play football. He's just going to be a distraction because he's such a loudmouth. A.B. is literally, like, senile. Yeah. He, he, there's something wrong with him. Yeah. I don't, he doesn't, like, understand. Yeah, he can't take no for an answer. <laughs> That's what's wrong with him. He can't take no for an answer. Apparently, in multiple in multiple facets. Oh, yeah. um, so are the are the Giants gonna? Well, actually, now they're not gonna be able to make it to the playoffs because Saquon's hurt. But is Daniel Jones the the savior of the Giants? Why are we even talking about the NFL anymore? Well, we got. He wants to talk about he wants to talk about Seahawks. Oh, oh Jesus Christ! They lay you down. That I've never seen. Pete, I actually think that might have been the worst coach game Pete Carroll's ever had in the NFL. Yeah, I saw you throwing some shade at old Petey. Yeah. Uh-oh. It was bad. Trouble in paradise. He got he. Oh uh, no! One loss. Russell Wilson's still on that MVP train. Though. Oh, 100 percent. He's chugged. Russell away. Wilson played fucking. He, he great. was amazing. I mean, I will say though, the Chris Carson struggling. Yeah. He's on the struggle bus it's, right it's, now. It's he's, fumbled, issue. he's fumbled four times. <laughs> Not good. Most season. guys get cut if that happens. Yeah. Butterfingers. Yeah. We're dealing with the butterfingers. Yeah, I mean, they were. They were, they were. It was. Uh, let's see. It was seven-seven. They give up a, a punt return touchdown. That's not good. Chris Carson. They have the ball on their own, like three-yard line. Runs the ball for like thirty yards. Fumbles. They pick it up. Run it in for a touchdown. 
down 14 7. Yeah. And you just can't do that. No. The, they, they, did, the, they did everything they could, especially with Russell Wilson playing out of his mind, to just hand that game away. What Seattle needs to do is seriously just put every single game in Russell Wilson's hands. Yeah. Like, Why not? You, dude, he is incredible. Yeah. You, I mean, if you have a top five quarterback, just let him go out and sling the rock. Yeah. Because they are trying. Schottenheimer is trying too hard to establish this running game. And Chris Carson, he can't. Chris, he can't I don't want guy can't hold on to the football. Guy can't hold on. I loved him last year. He he had no fumbling problems at all. When and now Penn he can't State hold on fired the their wide receivers coach, who was the running back coach at Army. When we couldn't hang out of the ball last year, did the Seahawks hire him as their running back I, coach? I don't know. They that may have. Be it. That, yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think they're okay. Uh, New England still hasn't given up an offensive touchdown, so they're really good. And the yeah. Browns last night, did you guys watch that? that yeah. Was, that was Baker's good. a couple years away. They're, uh, Baker's, Baker's a couple. In, like, two years, Baker will be really good. And, like, don't, it's really cool to see the Browns in primetime football. Like, I think the Browns – being it good enough to be in primetime, it makes the NFL a little more interesting. It does because they've been so bad for so like a long. College team, a little bit. They, they you know, I they have that feel, and they have that fan base too. Yeah, like that sure. bear. Like I would honestly argue that fan base for NFL, and I'm not even a Brown. I'm from Ohio, but I'm not a Browns fan by any means. I'd argue that's the best fan base in the NFL. When you uh, when you see, I mean, they sell out home games. Yeah, when they go 0 16. Yeah, like that's dedication. Um, it's saying something. Also, how about? 3-0 Bills against the 3-0 Patriots. I know. There's zero chance the Patriots lose that football game. Yeah, I, I think the Bills are a little bit smoke and mirrors, but good for the Bills. Hey. The Patriots are going to have to – We're – I think – There's going to be an undefeated clash in week 11. The, uh, Kansas City and New England. Get out of here. The Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys and New England. You're insane. Dallas You're Cowboys and New England. You're insane. Me and Clay Travis are on the same page on this. Oh, God. Yeah, well, that, that's, right. a re- that's a good that's company. Me, I, me and Clay. It's a really good company. Me and Clay Travis are saying, but dude, look at their schedule. They don't play anyone. Um, like their schedule is yeah. really easy. They Listen, don't play a soul. The, the, fine, we can talk about that all we want. But the real question is, and I said it was four weeks away, but it's this week. Can Alabama beat the Dolphins? Absolutely no. Alabama's not the best team in college football. Like don't until even, they beat Clemson, until they beat. Is. We'll get into this in a second, but until they beat Clemson, they're not even the best team in college football. No, they're better than Clemson. Mm. No, they're not. All right. Well, that, that's a good segue, I guess. Um, are we getting into this this joke that is a man called Nick Saban? This, no, no, no. This Michigan's cor- this, horrible. Okay, horrible. Michigan's pretty bad. Michigan's pretty bad. Um, Speaking of. They're not good. Oh, yeah, this is our 13 Reasons Why segment. Hold on. Get it out. Hail to the victors. Michigan got shit pumped by Wisconsin. It, the 13 reasons why Michigan is now dead in the college football playoff race, even with just one loss. Number one, your head coach is a khaki wearing devil. Yeah. Number two, your head coach also drinks milk with his steak. That's fucked up. That is. It is. Number three, your defensive coordinator is too old to understand the concept of zone defense. Number four, your coaches sleep over at recruits' houses and stay in their room. Number five, you've been losing since 1835 when you lost the Battle of Toledo to Ohio. Wow. 
It's How not a good look. Wow. It's not a good look okay. at all. You hired a man that's never called plays before to be your savior. Yeah, that's not good. Number well, seven. He said he called plays at Alabama. Yeah, he liar. <laughs> Number seven. In 2016, Jim Harbaugh said he tried to live his life like SpongeBob SquarePants. That's a direct quote. Eight. <laughs> eight. You're still bitterly disappointed over a spot versus Ohio State in 2016. Nine. You're one in nine versus top ten teams under Jim Harbaugh. Ten. One in seven on the road versus ranked teams under Jim Harbaugh. 11, you've lost three of your last five games by 21 points or more. 12, 14 of the last 15 times you've played Ohio State, you have not won the pair of gold pants and you have left the stadium bitterly disappointed. And lastly, and why Michigan is dead in the college football playoff race, why they shouldn't even have a program, they... Lastly, they lack heart. There is a severe lack of heart you, you in totally that program right now. 13 reasons why script is, but that's but I, I Welcome will, to your tape. Yeah, this is totally just a just a, a complete just damnation of the Michigan program in general. Yeah. I got even, a lot to say didn't about even this. Didn't mention a word about the Wisconsin game. Okay. And the yeah. fact that they yes. got this man. Yeah. They're Can't, awful. Okay. There's yeah. nothing to say. Yeah. They looked disinterested after the first Oh, it was half. bad. They they Got down. That's an. This is an issue. And here's they quit. guys. This is guys, an issue. they quit. Go back and review that for our listeners. I'll go back and review the tape. I've defended Michigan two straight weeks on this podcast. You have. I have defended Michigan. I even at one point at seven o'clock today, I wasn't even ready to announce them dead. We had to convince you. I had to be convinced to announce them dead. But then after I thought about I it, after I after I looked at highlights, what happened? What happened to the proud Michigan program we once knew? What happened to the team? What happened to the being a Michigan man? There's yeah. no pride on that field. Yeah. There's yeah. no pride. Um, real quick, I, I have a bonus. Thirteen reasons why. I oh, couldn't re- after looking at some of the stats of this game, that I'll that I'm gonna keep it a surprise. Is this A&M? No, I'm not declaring A&M dead, dead yet. No, they're dead. <laughs> uh, no, they're not. You can't tell me what's just going to happen. If they beat LSU, Alabama, and Georgia, and then go win the SEC title oh. game, they are, they are alive. So you're saying there's a chance. There's a, chance. Yeah, there's, right. there's a slim chance, but there's a chance. All right. That was my can reasoning you, for can, keeping Michigan in it. Can you guess this team? All right, it's, it's not going to be hard. Okay, they're QB through nine touchdowns in a loss. Washington State. Yeah. Only 24 <laughs> teams have more touchdowns this season. This season than Washington State did in the game against UCLA this weekend. Wait, what? Yes, that is a stat. 24 teams. There's only 24 teams in, in the country, country that have more touchdown passes. Through four games. Through four games than Washington State did this past weekend in a loss. It's hard to do. That's led a Mike by, Leach loss right there. Yeah, that, led by 32 points midway through the third quarter. Scored 63 points and lost. Had over 720 yards of total offense. Had six turnovers. Lost to an 0-3 team. Gave up, six, yeah. gave up 67 points. Is UCLA back, though? Maybe. Hey, they're 1-0 in conference. They are. Gave up 67 points, 50 in the second half. And UCLA has only scored 42 points all season up until this game. Okay? Um, gave up 29 points in the conference fourth. Play. With 344 left in the third, and you know how I like my FPI winning percentage. Yeah, thing big big computer guy over here. Yeah. With 344 left in the third, had a 99.9% chance of winning, according to ESPN. It's not good. Lost with Gardner Minshew in the stands. Washington State, welcome to your tape. Do you know who the only team, the only team to come back twice 
from 99.9% deficits. UCLA against Texas A&M two years ago. UCLA against Texas A&M. Turned the game off. Thought it was over. 44-14. You watched that with me. I did. We left for Florida. Yeah, we were that. playing yeah. cards and yeah, at, at one house and came back. It was 44-14 when we yes, left. Yes, I remember that. Came game. back. It yes. was 44-28 with nine minutes left. And I'm like, I've seen this happen way too many times. Mm-hmm. A&M is going to freaking lose this game. So then flash, flash, fast forward to Saturday. I'm like in and out of consciousness during this game. I'm like falling asleep. It's it's a Pac-12 after dark. I'm falling asleep. Yeah. Okay. I wake up with like three minutes left, and it's 63-60 after I went to bed. Things got 49-17. I thought you know you ever like watch something and then you dream right about it because you were watching it. I yep. thought I was just having like a fricked up dream about the game. Mm-hmm. I swear to God. And then I woke up again. I'm like, I hear Beth Moen screaming at, screaming at <laughs> me, and I'm like. Oh my God, Leach is going to choke this game away. He did. That was bad. I Washington State, you're you're done. Welcome to your tape. I will say the actually, you know what? Can we welcome the Pac-12 to their tape? I think we can. Oh well, well, well Arizona, the Arizona State lost to Colorado this week. Utah lost. I think I think I think each other. I think the because they're so bad. I mean, I think the Pac-12. They, I think they also Utah so overrated. Yeah, they were the season. They were so Come underrated. On. That they became overrated. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, you know, Utah, Dark Horse. And everybody's like, oh, we're picking Utah now. Dude, not good. Dude, Lee, Lee Corso, oh. before before the season, his college football playoff, he picked Utah, and he picked them to beat Clemson in the semifinal and play for the national title against, like— Well, the I man's senile. <laughs> the man is senile. <laughs> Yo, fuck you, Dow, for I'm picking so, on Lee Corso. I'm yeah. sorry. That man, man we, you do you Lee remember? Corso? We carried that man at a Penn State we did. college yeah. game day. We propelled him back. Yeah. Now, albeit he was shaking, he didn't know where he was, but still, it was pretty cool. They it's definitely like a, told him not to do it's that. Like a feral, like like a feral cat. Dude, his, literal, his physician was like having freaking out while that was going on. Oh, I, they were all like... We can't do this. Yeah. Okay, Herb, this Herb Street was like, call the MT. Yeah. You know that's what was going on. If they dropped him, Penn State would have killed Lee Corso. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Penn State could have killed Lee Corso. But wait a second. And, and real quick, Saturday, who did you suggest should replace Lee Corso on college? Football? Urban. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Urban. I, he would not bring the energy like Lee Corso. He's been great on Fox. I actually have enjoyed Urban Meyer on Big Ten Network. He's been great. It takes, it takes a special. Well, no, you know, you know why, and I, I do agree with what you're saying. Well, I'm saying stay there for a year and then go hightail to USC. Yeah, I don't think he's going to USC. Or he's Notre Dame. Go, he's going somewhere. Or Michigan. Or Michigan. Wow, he's, he's not done. Co- you, you can't. Like, you can't tell me he's hey, done coaching. I don't think. I think he'll coach again. It's not for this year. Herbs to Michigan. There's zero chance that happens. He won't even say their name. Could Could you imagine if they pay him 15 million a year? No. You think he if Michigan offered Urban Meyer fifteen why billion dollars a year, why would he say no? Because he can wait for another job to open up and get even more. I, what other school? Who's going to pay him more? Notre Dame. They're going to pay him more than fifteen million a year. I mean, I, if if saying, Michigan can pay him that, Notre Dame can pay him that. I'm not saying Michigan, Urban Meyer is going to go to Michigan. Yeah, this is but, very very just. But this is this, this yeah. But <laughs> it's out there. I mean, uh, there's there was a bro, report. Like, there was a report. That uh, there's there's a Penn State coach interested in this USC right, job. Here we go, Jimmy to I USC this every year. I see, it's every year. It's this is time. actually every guys. Year. I'm not it's sure he's gonna. Vegas puts these numbers out. James Franklin is like the the number one. Guys, player. I'm not okay. So I'm, I'm not convinced USC is gonna fire Helton. James Franklin to USC, Urban Meyer yeah, to Penn State. Yeah, I'm not either. 
Uh, one, I'm not, I'm not convinced that they're going to fire Helton. Two, not yet. I don't understand uh-huh. why do people try to create this narrative that James Franklin is the guy that was born in Pennsylvania is going to leave. Apparently you can't he say USC is a better program he, than Penn. That's a lateral move. Uh, yeah. why would right, right now it's a lateral move, but I will say there's only been one coach in the history of college football to be as successful, if not maybe more than Saban, and that was Carroll at USC during those days when he had the 2003 national championship, 2004, 2005, they were runner-up. Well, and if there was – and you have to ask – no, 2004 yeah. does count. 2003 <laughs> was the one that didn't the count. Record. One of them didn't count. 2003 would be the one that so technically didn't count. But it didn't happen. they have 24. The told me it didn't happen. Yeah. yeah. But then you and have 2000, 2005 was the runner-up. And yeah. another thing, and this is why like I find it hard to compare, when I think comparing national champions before the playoff era compared to – during the playoff era, I think it's apples to oranges because you can't tell me some of those USC teams. I, mean, I can tell you right now, I think that 2006 USC team is better than Ohio State and Florida. The 2007 oh. USC team? Oh, in, I'll tell you what, in 2008, whenever Penn State. That USC team, how good was that USC team? That USC team was. Like, the if, best like team if, those US, if those USC teams are in the top four and they're playing a playoff game, I think Carroll would have more than one or two so national titles. That year. Oregon State beat USC, yep. and then we beat, pounded Oregon State to the ground, and then we lost to USC. I do. Yeah. We lost to USC by like two touchdowns, right? Penn State right? still wins by like. No, yeah. Eight, well, Penn State lost to USC that. by like two touchdowns Oregon that year, right? Yeah. Oregon State. Yeah, we, we play Oregon State the second week of the year. Yep. Hammer them, crush them. Next week they beat number one USC. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, on, there's, he's the only coach that's been as that successful as a Saban, and that's because he can recruit nationally. They haven't had a coach since him that can recruit nationally. And if they got a Meyer, Kansas. if they got a Meyer, if they got even a – I think Franklin could do it there. I do. That's why I think there's a little bit of – I don't. do I think Franklin's going to be USC's next head coach? Do I think there's a chance? Yes. Do I think it'll happen? No. But I think he could bring the recruiting that USC would need to get back to that level. I will they say have, you have athletes. I will say the California kids are not staying at USC. They're not staying at the California. I think he would get them to stay there. And you know what? Then you can't. The recruits do like Franklin. The recruits like Franklin. I, for the most part. I mean, I don't see. But I don't understand. It's it's every year. But if Meyer, here's my question: Do you think Meyer looks at that roster right now? Like when Meyer came back to Ohio State, they had Braxton. Right, so Myers like, wow, that's the perfect quarterback for my system. Like, I can go there and win with this kid right away. Meyer, there's no way he looks at that roster right now and says that's the quarterback I want in my system. Like, there's no one that runs the football. He wants to run the quarterback. He'll say it. Yeah. There's, and that's why I don't think USC, like in the dream world, would USC make sense? Yeah, probably. But I think he looks at that roster and he's like, I, this isn't my type of roster. This isn't my Ohio State or my Florida roster that I can come in right away and have my guy. I mean, I think. I don't know. I just that's why I don't think the USC thing is as big a deal, and I don't think Brian Kelly's leaving Notre Dame anytime soon unless an NFL gig opens up. So, him. so USC has Washington this week, Notre Dame in three weeks because they have a bye week next week. Arizona, Colorado, Oregon, Arizona State, Cal, UCLA. Do they beat Washington and Notre Dame? I think they beat Washington. They, they lose to Notre Dame or at yeah. Washington. I think they beat Washington. No, I don't think so. At Washington, dude, those qu- here's they just keep this, bringing out more quarterbacks that yeah, are slinging the they rock, do. and I they have say. they have some athletic wide receivers. They do. They I, always have athletic. I, I get ready for a USC lockdown this weekend. I'm just 
other side. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. I would pick, gun to my head, I'd pick USC because I really like their quarterback, but it wouldn't surprise me. Do you even have Notre Dame? You don't have to. The guy slings the rock. <laughs> I like their quarterback. Insert name. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just, well, it was hard for me to understand well, his name when I was a third, 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 third string guy yeah. right now, right? Yeah. Do any of Do any of you guys know the third string quarterback for USC? Oh, name? I don't. I knew. I, I knew the backup. I knew well, he played good. He did. He did play well. He played good. There's um, a lot of reason to like him. I think they he's the lose man with to Washington no name. and Notre Dame. Um, probably Oregon. Probably Oregon. Eight and four might save Helton's job for another year. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Here's then, another thing: them be, being able to beat Utah, if they would have beaten BYU, they would have been four zero right now. And yeah. and could you imagine with Reggie the, the freaking just head over heels jubilation the AP people? If they're four and zero, if they're four and zero, they're top like sixth right now. They're like a top twelve team in the country now. If they're yeah. 4-0. if they just would have found a way to sneak it out against BYU, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I think uh, I, the college. This is a weird year of college football. I think. And this is what I was talking about earlier when you we were talking about Alabama beating the Dolphins, which is ludicrous. No college team could ever beat an NFL team. They can't stop their wide receivers. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I know. My <laughs> own. With my own eyes. No, okay. I've seen There's the three. I, I discussed this with Zach on my way, on our way here. There was three teams in college football, and I firmly believe this. And I held out on saying anything and putting Ohio State with those two. I think there's three teams in college football that as of right now, are all interchangeable one to three. And if you put them anywhere in there, you can argue that just fine. After those three, there's four, five, six of LSU, Georgia, and Oklahoma that I think are a little worse than those three. Yeah. And then you have seven and eight of Wisconsin and Notre Dame. Yeah. That is just a tier below that group. And then from nine to 25, that's when you really – that's when it's so, it's pretty convoluted. Like I don't think there's a huge difference between we were talking about on the way here. I know you think Penn State would have a hard time with Auburn or Florida. We both think Penn State would beat Auburn and Florida. And I think I think A and M's not a, not an awful team. Um, I think Wisconsin's good. I as bad as Michigan is right now, I have to think they'll improve some. Like they I, have I don't to improve know how some. He's never – the only time he hasn't won nine games is when he was down to his third-string quarterback. They have talent They're at receiver. They're well on their way to losing three or four games this year. I, have I, they had a defense that has been this bad, though? Shea Patterson that has defense, not this is, thought he was going to I was telling him on the way here, and this uh, you hear Saban and you hear Belichick talk about this all the time, and this is why when we were talking this year, I said – you you guys are making fun of me. I said I think defense tackle is one of the most important positions on the field. I never made. I agree. With you that. agree with this, and the reason why is Saban and Belichick brothers. You have to be good up the middle, up the middle, up the middle. You have to be good defensive tackle, linebacker, and safety. That's why you constantly. You don't see when's honestly when do you see Alabama put top five defensive ends to the NFL like Ohio State does? They don't. Right. But they put defensive tackles like Quentin Williams in. They Terrence Carried. Cody. They have their middle linebackers or studs, and they have stud safeties. Yeah. And that's why Saban works with the safeties in practice. Yeah. So when they're but again Michigan, that's where you see Alabama's always really good at, at those spots, and yeah. that's why I think I was telling him I think Penn State's defense has struggled a little bit because that defensive tackle is a little bit of the weak link. Well, but the th- the thing about Penn State's defense is they're top four in the country in rush defense. Right. So it's it's a very weird dynamic. It hasn't been fluky because it's been weird. It's been the weird. Way they've given up yards has been weird. They they are nobody can run the football on them, but they also can't get to the quarterback. They can't stop anyone on third. They can't it seems like it seems like they they first and second down, everyone's going backwards. Yeah. And then they they complete against Pitt. 
yeah. running these screens and where they're just totally out of position and they get well, big plays. And, well, and, they, and it's because Penn State's such an aggressive and and Brett Pry because they blitz so much. And, and so and I and I I like that. I enjoy that. But there's got to be yeah. some sort of moderation, and then also also some sort of just like just like. I don't even just awareness of the fact that if you it's third and seventeen and a team is in a bad position and you blitz, they are going to run a screen. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this every week that we've talked about it. Every week that we've talked about Penn State, they lost last year against Ohio State because they had no idea how to defend a screen. It's like the yeah. coaching staff never seen, saw a screen before. Yeah. The same goes on offense. When's the last time the teams run a screen on offense? Penn State doesn't run. We screen. don't run screens, <laughs> and it's funny because the first few years of Franklin. With John Donovan, the, the they, bubble screens, the bubble screens, screens yeah. right? Yeah, but no, I. That's again what I was just saying about being good at the middle. To your point, when you said when's the last time Michigan's been that bad, that's why Michigan's bad this year. They don't have a Mo Hurst, they don't have a Rashawn Gary, they don't have a yeah. Devin Bush, and they're starting a true safety. It's a, a true true freshman of safety. I, I said this last week. What made that team go was the front seven. Yep, and their you front seven. Them. They're is really struggling. Exponentially worse than last year. It's. I, it's I don't bad. know why. I don't know why. Um, like people like Clat and stuff, like just blatant, just completely ignored that. I thought there's a pretty. I mean, we're not getting paid a million dollars to discuss this. Well, yeah, okay. I, he I is, and it was pretty easy for at least I, me to see that they lose a lot in their front seven. Well, how are they supposed to stop people? I think yeah. I think the issue was because for the in literally ten or eleven games a year, Don Brown's defense is so successful that since two thousand. 15 when Harbaugh came in they've always had really good defenses yeah. with Don Brown that I think kind of people kind of fell in and they do this with Ohio State they do this with Alabama if Alabama is going to lose two of those top four receivers next year and two of Tagovailoa and everyone's going to assume they're still going to be really good on offense because they have been really good on offense just like Ohio State lost three NFL receivers and a quarterback and we still well, assume they're going to be good Ohio on offense State and Alabama are on a completely different level. but I think people fell into the trap of thinking that a Don Michigan's defense was on the level of a Alabama or Ohio State which, offense. which I don't know why <laughs> well, like why would anybody think because I think they just assume they, oh Don Brown's defenses are always good there's no reason they shouldn't be good this year and I think that's what happened also Michigan's wide receivers who I thought were actually really talented at Underperformed absolutely and uh, absolutely well, hasn't Peoples Jones been banged up? Don yeah, Peoples Jones has been banged up, and I think to, they've both been banged up. But that's Patterson's not that's not an excuse for how uh, bad Shea Patterson. They can't Patterson's hang out been. the ball. They fumble, they fumble it more than up. anybody in the country. Shea Patterson turns the ball over left and right. Um, so yeah, I mean Michigan is. I mean we've kind of hard when they're an issue, whenever but. Shea Patterson got benched and then he had to go back out there after McCaffrey got hurt. He looked like he was like I don't want to be here. Yeah, I mean, he, you're talking about a kid that was yeah. you're talking about a kid that was the number one quarterback recruit in the country that comes up from Toledo. I mean, I have I told you I played basketball against him. He was he grew up in Toledo. He moved out of Toledo in after eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I played travel basketball against the kid. Yeah. Didn't know he was Shea Patterson until he transferred to Michigan. My buddies are like, you do remember we played him, don't you? They're like, we know him, and I'm like, I had no idea. But I mean, he comes to Michigan supposed to be the big deal. It hasn't worked out. But let's not make this. As bad as they were, and look, we could sit here for three hours and talk about all the deficiencies in Michigan. Wisconsin looks good. They look very good. Um, I know Dow's not on this bandwagon yet. No. I think Wisconsin's good. Yeah, so I have a little, put a little segment in here called Real or Fake College Football Playoff Contender Edition. Okay. Okay. 
So the, these top six teams, Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Ohio State, and Oklahoma, I think we can all agree that they're probably they're they're contenders. real contenders. Yeah, right. Okay. After that, I put it, I have the top the top 15. I was thinking about putting the top 13 mm-hmm. all the way through Oregon because mm-hmm. I think Oregon can still sneak in. I put in Iowa and Cal because they're both undefeated still. Um, but Auburn, are they real or fake contender? They're, they're not, in my opinion, because of the division they're in. Yeah, there's, they have no chance of beating like, Alabama. Like, they have no chance of beating Georgia, and they have no chance of beating LSU. I don't think they'd be, they'll beat LSU either, and the, that's the reason because of the division they're in. And actually, if we do have time, I'd love to harp on Saban for why he's made it to where even a team like Texas A&M and Auburn, it's literally impossible for them to make the college football playoff. Okay. Like, also, it's literally impossible. Also, speaking of undefeated Cal, did you guys see that awful call by the Pac-12 refs at the I, end of that Ole Miss I didn't. Cal game? Yeah, I heard, I heard about what happened. Oh my gosh! I saw, I saw everybody freaking out about it on Twitter. I yeah. didn't see it though. Yeah, no, they they were they ran a play. It was like it was going to be the last play of the game. Yeah, and the guy they didn't review it for some reason. The guy was caught it like at the goal line, clearly in the end zone. They marked him down at like the half yard line. Yeah, clock ran out, game over. And they, they were down. They it. were down twenty eight twenty. Yeah, I knew they were down. And they didn't review it or yeah, anything. Yeah. Or? Not good. Yeah. Who so, else is so on your I list? Was trying to use anything they can. Yeah. Give them credit. Their their teams can't do it on the field, but the officials. They're trying yeah. their hard. They're the trying ACC their damnedest to get in here. To do the same thing too. We had yeah. ACC officials the Penn State pick game by the way. Yeah. Did you know that? Yes. Yeah. It was bad. You could. Was, was who's bad. who's next on your contender pretender list? Guy, I'm. I think because of the I think because of the well, the division there, but they have to play Ohio they have State. To go to Ohio State and they got to play Iowa. But they I think lose, they beat they Iowa. They could State, lose at Ohio State, State but if they so they, if Wisconsin if Wisconsin's only loss is at Ohio State, and they won out and then beat Ohio State in the Big Ten title game, yeah, I do I'd I say they're a contender? I'd say they're a contender. I think they're a contender. Here, let's get through. This. I think that's only two or three, two or three big. There's three Big Ten teams that are contenders. Yeah, let's get through this, and then I got I have a good question for you guys. Okay, but I don't even know what the answer is to Florida. Pretender. 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 Notre Dame. Well, after the, the loss, after the I loss, they don't. They, they're not going to get in. They don't have the conference championship. Notre Dame doesn't get in. I don't think they should be. I in. do want to say I was wrong about Notre Dame. You think they're all I right? I was too. I actually thought they actually kind of impressed me. I put the Florida, Notre Dame, Texas, and Michigan in the same same group, and Notre Dame is clearly a level ahead of those yeah. two teams. Notre Dame, yeah. Notre Dame impressed me. I would say so. I, I did not think that their defense was going to hold up like that. The defense was good, and their offense is efficient enough. Yeah. Ian Book's good. They have they have weapons. They have, And they're, they're good up front on both sides of the ball. And they went into Georgia, which that place looked hey. wild yeah. on Saturday. Did you, it, it, hey, the, the, what honestly may be one of the coolest things I've ever seen in college football is when they shut the lights off and you yeah. see the red things. Like, that, that's one of the coolest things I've ever Penn seen. Penn State's going to they're gonna be like, we have to do this. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna, I will, yeah, Notre Dame had the ball. They had a chance to, they had a chance to win that game. Quarter. They had a chance to win the game. Did you honestly think at any point in time Notre Dame was going to have a chance to win that game? No. I did. I, ca- I kept saying Georgia will, Georgia will pull away. And Georgia was the better team. And Georgia what and Georgia was up twenty three to ten and they were starting to roll. They but Notre Dame just kinda hung around enough. They scored and then well, Georgia's play calling, they had all they had to do was get one first down. It was very Well when you very the reason why I think it's so hard to say like I think the reason why I point out to those first top three teams, I think the first when you are measuring these teams, do I think 
I'm back to in a 12-day period. Do I think Oklahoma could be Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State? Two of those three in 13 days, and I don't think they could. So to me, I don't think they're national. I don't think they could win the national title. Do I think Georgia could? Maybe. Do I think LSU could? No. I don't think I don't think LSU could beat two of those three teams in 12 days to win the so national. So we don't think that LSU is a contender. I think they're a contender to get in the playoffs. Right, this, yeah. So this is. Co- I'm saying to win it. Yeah. 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 This is okay. So Notre Dame, I. I think they can go eleven and one. They're not going to make it. I, so they can't. Yeah. Eleven and one makes them a contender. They'll be in the discussion. They're a contender. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Texas. Texas. They, they have look one shaky loss this weekend. If Texas beat Oklahoma twice, there. But that's not going to happen. I think they can beat Oklahoma once. He's beaten uh, Oklahoma a couple times. Yeah, I mean. Mm. I don't have their, their defense is just not good. Yeah, it's just not right good now. enough. I I'd, I'd say they're on the they're like, I'd say they're a pretender. But yeah, I'd say they're, they're borderline. They're, they're, they're bore, very borderline. They're borderline because I mean, they everything they got they have the whole season in front of them. If they if they take care of if that's that's a more big easily if. said than done. Right. Yeah. But if they were to take care of business and win out and win the Big Twelve title, they would. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, do you think they'd get in if they went out? Yes, hundred percent. Oh, you do. Oh, well, definitely. If I mean, because if they win, I think it's probably, hard to say that because you have a lot of things. I mean, you're probably beaten Oklahoma twice. Yeah, but if you have an Ohio State team with one loss, even in the Big Ten champion, does Texas get over them? Here we'll we'll get to. It that. depends on the losses. Because this is, depends on the strength of schedule and the loss. Depends on the losses. So. Let's get through those last four teams, and then that's okay. the next discussion. Because I, th- I could see a scenario where you have like seven teams that are completely deserving to be in the playoff, okay. and you got to pick four. Um, Penn State, real or fake contender? I so right now I'm going to say they're a pretender with the potential to become a contender. I, I mean, this one's a tough one because I really think the verdict is still out. And that, that's that's kind of what I'm I think saying. We, yeah. we will find out a lot Friday night. Friday night. Yes, we will. We're only a seven-point favorite on the road. If, if they go in, in there and handle Maryland, there, I'd feel good about these guys. And we're clearly, I think, we're right there with Wisconsin, Ohio State. This is this is Clifford's. This, this is a this big is game. he needs to come out and uh, prove yeah that he can fucking sling. Yeah, they needs they need to go out and shut these clowns down. Yeah, because I will say, been a little disappointed. Now, I've been a little disappointed with. Well, I honestly, I honestly thought Clifford played fine in the Buffalo and I, I mean, Buffalo and Idaho. Yeah, but against Pitt, like I said last week, he just missed throws. Yeah. just did not look great. Yeah, I thought there was times where he should have ran the ball where he didn't. He, he overall, he made, I thought overall he made the right decisions. I think he just missed a couple throws. Yeah, that if he connects on two or three of those throws, game's totally different. It's, it's different. Yeah, so. I think, Pe- I, but one th- Penn State's yeah. going to be in every single game they play this year. Oh, absolutely! It's going to because be- that defense will yeah. keep. The, I, I mean, the thing is, I don't have any confidence in in the coaching staff to to be able to finish games off. Do I don't. You, I just from everything. I I've have seen. more confidence. Yeah. In, I have confidence. In I have more confidence in, in James Franklin taking us to the moon than I have them closing out football games. Yeah, I, I have confidence in us be, in Penn State being in position to win every game on their schedule. But there's a difference between being in the position to win and winning. Right. Yeah. And so far, I mean, well, what games? Another, what games was, haven't they been in a position to win over the last two years? Just the, Michigan. The Michigan one, last the, year. The one game in the last like four years that Penn State was not that 
didn't have the a lead. At, the, the two at Michigan, Michigan games. games. That's a two. Yeah. The two in at four Michigan years. It's incredible. Right. Imagine if they finish off the, those games, Penn State is in the playoffs twice. Yeah. Well, the, the, I mean, last year they did, I mean, obviously Michigan State, Ohio State. Uh, I mean, the year before. The, the, the bowl Michigan game, Kentucky. But, but yeah. Penn State last year stole one from Appalachian State. They did. They they just it, it, that turned into a, a Big Twelve shootout. In the yeah, it was, a, it was, it was a slobber knocker. Yeah, yeah, it was not fun at all. No. Who's next on the list? Oregon, pretender. Eddie I think out. out. I think Oregon's different. I th- I actually think that Oregon is an, a real contender. What's the marquee win they can get now? If they, I don't know. I think I think if they go twelve and one and win their conference, I think you have to. If they could a serious part of the discussion, well, I think they are good enough to do that. They are fast. I, they are athletic. They have a good. Team. If I think they, they go are. twelve, if they would have gone twelve and one but had beaten Auburn and just gotten stumbled up and like lost like to just gotten stumbled, but like, you have a marquee non-conference yeah. win, then I think there's a chance. Well, I th- I think the thing is, I think uh, I think they'll put like a one loss. Big 12 champ in over mm-hmm. one loss Oregon or one right. loss Big 10 champ yeah. in over Oregon because there's just not enough Oregon, spots. For I think it's going to be hard to but if Oregon goes 12 and one, which they, I really think they can. That means they've won 12 games in a row after losing I, a game Oregon, in the last second. Oregon will I, have to go. I'm not saying I'm not saying they're going to be impressed. They're the biggest Auburn fans in the world. Oh, absolutely. They're oh they yeah. need they want Auburn to like go 10 and two. I'm just yeah, saying I think that they are a real contender to go 12 and one. Okay. I just and don't think there's there enough out, spots I don't know. because is. I think a one loss Big Ten champ, I think a one loss Big Twelve champ, I think Clemson's already in. Yeah. I think if you had a one loss uh, SEC champs in, then I think if you have a one loss SEC team, if it's LSU or Georgia, they get in over Oregon. Yeah. So I mean, I just don't think there's enough spots to really. I think up. Oregon would have to run the table and look dominant. Yeah. They. Would I just have don't to. see where the marquee win's going to come for them. Um. Yeah. No. I. I agree. I mean. Like Washington, you have to have some wins that USC, are going to look pretty big. You they can have a, a they can have three or four like middle top of the road 25, top twenty five wins, which wins. is good for the resume, but they're not going to have a signature win. Right. Um, these last two, Iowa's in there because if Iowa wins next week and then finds what and then beats Penn State at home in two weeks. Wait, do they play Wisconsin next week? No, they play they Michigan. Middle, don't they? Middle, oh no no no! They have Middle Tennessee, then Michigan, then Penn State. Michigan. They're they're three games away from being six and zero and ranked seventh in the country, and, and they can do it. They can, they can beat they can beat Michigan. They can beat Penn State. I think they're a pretender. I think they're a pretender. Pretender, but they're in there. And then Cal, they're a pretender. Pretender. I that team is one of the worst offenses in the yeah, country. Yeah, I their defense is I, dirty, but they have one of the worst. I watched. I've watched a little Cal football, and like you said, their offense is just not. Yeah. Yeah. It's not very. They're fifteenth in the country right now. It's I will say though, Cal. Cal's uh, secondary, really good. They're gonna have really a few good. first round draft yeah. picks. They actually have. A, so what is this scenario? Yeah, that you're so, so, what if Clemson goes thirteen and zero? Okay. Okay. Alabama goes. Georgia goes twelve and one. Okay. With their okay. loss being, being to, to Alabama. Being to say Alabama. Okay. And that's okay. Say LSU goes eleven and one. With their one loss being to, Bama. to Alabama. It would be to Bama, yeah. Wait, oh. doesn't LSU play Georgia? Do they play them this year? I didn't think they played them this year. They might, though. Look it up real quick. I thought they had Auburn. I thought they have, I think they have Florida. I don't Do they play Florida. Georgia? I didn't they think don't? They no, they don't play Georgia. I, okay. No. Okay. 
Ohio State goes twelve and one. Okay. Okay. Oklahoma goes twelve and one. Okay. Wisconsin goes twelve and one. That can't work. Wisconsin can't go twelve and one. Hmm. Well, no, they could. They they, can, they, they would have beat to beat. Ohio State. They would have to beat Ohio State, then Ohio State beat them. beat them back, or vice versa. So they go twelve and one. This is. I mean, guys, you're. This is describing a doomsday scenario. They, they, it is. I the with the, the where it starts getting a little unrealistic is I think Wisconsin. Yeah. So say these top six teams go thirteen and 0, 13 and 0, 12 and one, eleven and one, twelve and one, twelve and one. Are we saying? And, and are we not? Dame are we not? Are we not thinking you, Wisconsin in this? Are we kicking Wisconsin out? Because I think that's a little edgy. I'm not. Put, I'm going to say Wisconsin doesn't go eleven and one just for the sake of. I I think what you've seen in the past is, and I'm not saying I agree with this. Because with your your talk of I would, lack of parity I would, right now, we could see seven teams do this. I, but I think the reason you can see seven teams do this is because there's no parity after seven. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you, it's not like saying, it's not so. like these seven teams are like all just as good as each other because I don't think they are. Well, no, Clemson but, and Alabama are clearly ahead of each other with with Ohio State following just behind, right? And then it's the next three, right? But, but if you have all, if you have a one loss Ohio State. So team. again, I'm not. If you have a which which would be more than deserving to get in if they have one loss, and it's not a blowout loss. To and some scrub that's team what that's what I'm West. that's what I was gonna say. I'm not saying I agree with this, but you have to take in. I think the committee has shown they care far more about your losses than they do your wins. Yeah, that's true. So if Ohio State got blown out again, Ohio State would probably be out. But right. if LSU, so say LSU, loses if LSU by, LSU loses by a last second field goal to Alabama. And then Alabama beat Georgia and Alabama are both undefeated going into the SEC title game, and Alabama beats Georgia in the same exact game that they played the last two times they played each other. How do you not put all three of those teams in? With that Clemson? would that would honestly, you would, the college football playoffs would change. That it would I I contend and Notre Dame's eleven and one like if there if there were and then Oregon's twelve if there were the if, college football playoff next year would have to go to eight. If you if you put. Two teams, and, and I'm, we're, I'm, let's assume that these losses by an Oklahoma and Ohio State, let's assume they're close losses. Yeah. Let's not assume they're blowouts. Let's assume it's like Ohio State loses by a field goal to Wisconsin, yeah, or like a field goal to even to rank Penn State to Penn State. Yeah. Whoever say it Ohio is. State loses on a last second field goal at is. home to Penn State. Yeah, I would be. I think it would be a travesty to put two non-conference champions and over that team that won their conference yeah I, and i, mean, I would I mean, and the I committee would has, gone the the committee has shown show, that yeah. the conference don't matter which even though but they've, they but they've never but they've never they've <laughs> never this, put two teams in that would be i mean if you one you can get away with if they're clearly a really really like a, a georgia was or an alabama was yeah but they put you can georgia maybe get ahead of that. ohio state last year I don't. I, I still don't think if um. They did. I, I think if Texas beats Oklahoma, I don't. I think those rankings. I don't think they stay that way. I think Ohio State would go. Now, how about this? Oklahoma beats Texas in the Red River rivalry, and then Texas beats Oklahoma. I Oklahoma's out. I think Oklahoma would be so out. So Texas too. would be eleven and two. Yeah, I think it went over Oklahoma. Oklahoma, 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 Oklahoma both the teams yeah. are out. Because uh, if yeah. you would, both teams, both teams are, out. are out, and I think that would probably be the worst case. Because then if. Texas's claim would be we lost to you guys on a rivalry game, close. Then we beat you on a neutral field. Yeah. That brings LSU back into play. LSU Absolutely. gets to say we're the Big 12 champs. Yeah. We well, smoked you guys. Yeah. 
I, I, th- I think it's I think this year there is a disaster looming in this because teams you know what though as as little parity as there is last year was the first year where teams just didn't lose well and we're looking at like the same teams thing again this I, year. I I I find it it this is let's not forget this is college football teams are gonna lose yeah so teams like I think like Wisconsin's gonna lose yeah yeah Texas Texas almost lost to Oklahoma State I, I don't think so Texas is kind of a, a Oregon and with uh, Auburn, Wisconsin, Notre even Notre Dame plays Virginia this week. I, um, I don't think it's out, I, don't, I don't think it's out of their own possibility in a rivalry game for USC to beat Notre Dame. Right. No. So USC but, played them really tough last year. But if those, USC should have won that game last yeah. year. Yeah. If those top six teams go 13 13-0, 12-1, 11-1, 12-1, 12-1, like what the hell do you do? If you don't make it 18, I I would yeah, honestly you, yeah. you would have you would make it 18, but if that it, were the scenario are the are the quarterfinals. Yeah. Then you have the two semis of the national champion. It's not yeah. hard. I don't get what's so hard about this. Yeah. And again, we're not getting paid this to is, make these decisions. This is this my is... dream scenario. You get the five. You just put the five conference champions yep. in, no matter what. Three at large. Yeah. And the first two teams, they get so like one and two get buys. Mm-hmm. And then the opening round games, they play at the home field of the higher that would be, team. Yeah, that would be awesome. But you'd have and, to you have teams coming to play in Columbus in December. They're not going to want to do. Yeah, yeah, because everyone's a bunch of that. That would that would be that would definitely be the ideal. However, but I think if you move to eight teams, though, should be realistic. Is the New York? Could you imagine how wild, say, a Beaver Stadium would be? It would be in in a college football playoff game, and we're playing like we're the three seed. We're playing like Georgia. Yeah, it would be or Columbus or any school. It would be must watch TV for every. It doesn't matter if you're if you're a baseball fan, a basketball fan. Yeah. It would be must-watch TV for every sports fan. If you imagine... To turn in, tune in to watch a night game at Columbus when Ohio State um, plays Oklahoma. Imagine... Yeah. Oh, I mean, that happened a couple years ago, and it was it was the top three or no, four highest-rated games. But, 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 I mean, you're talking playoffs. You're talking playoffs. You played them in September. Put yourself in a situation where, if that were to happen, which I don't think it will. I think this is a fantasy. It but you put yourself in a situation where Alabama came to the shoe in December... And there would, you couldn't find a ticket. Ohio, there, wouldn't be a, there yeah. would not be a ticket you that any of us could buy. Let me yeah. let me put it like you this: you couldn't even let afford me, a ticket. I let know me, you'd find your way. Into I'd find my way into the stadium. But you couldn't. Let afford me it. let me put it like this: when Texas came to Ohio State in two thousand five, that an Alabama playoff game at Ohio, Alabama coming to Ohio State doesn't matter if it's playoffs or not, be the biggest game of all time. Yeah, Texas came up to Ohio State. There's a bar called the Varsity Club. Have you heard of it? You you yeah. been Varsity Club's there, right? Night before the game, Matthew McConaughey walks in. Oh God! He goes, give, looks at the bar and says, "I'll give you 150 grand to kick the, everyone out and make this a Texas bar." Guy's like, "No." My aunt was sitting from me to you to Matthew McConaughey. A guy came up and offered her and my dad ten thousand dollars a piece for their tickets. From he was ten thousand dollars a piece for the tickets. I'm telling you right now, Alabama will be even bigger than that. And the, I think the Texas game over the last 19 years has been the biggest game in Columbus, even bigger than USC, bigger than. Um, some of the other ones, Alabama coming up to Ohio State, or if uh, Georgia coming up to Penn State, those tickets would be going that crazy. Oh yeah, it would be. I insane. don't doubt it at all. I mean, you yeah. even look at the get-in price for national championship games, like a thousand dollars to get good seats. You do have to pay at a national championship game. Yeah. If you want to sit lower level, you are paying six, seven thousand dollars. Yeah. So, so, so say, let's switch right now. So hypothetically, right now, if we were to say the top eight teams get in in the first round, is that it is at is on site okay 
Put Ohio State four, LSU five. Even if you had LSU going up there, that place is and that yeah, place is pandemonium. Uh, you yeah. have Wisconsin at Clemson, Auburn at Auburn at Alabama. <laughs> that be you know what would that'd suck be, about that'd that? Be Skip Bayless's wet well, dream. No, yeah. this is this is the only issue I have with eight teams. Is I think if you go to eight teams, I think you've seen every year. Ohio State's in the conversation of the college football playoff. Every year, Alabama and Clemson are pretty much in already. I think you get into a scenario where you're going to see the same eight teams in every year, which I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I disagree with that. I think you're going to see yeah, the same eight I, teams. I, I disagree. I think four I, through eight could be way different every year. Yeah, I mean, who, would, I think, who would have thought right now there would be Auburn and Wisconsin at seven and eight? But here's here's my question. Over Since this has started, the same teams are talked about every single year in this. You know Alabama, if they had eight teams – then Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, um, Oklahoma, and Notre Dame, without any of the exception of one year, would be in the playoffs. All okay, but outside of those top eight teams, are teams even really deserving to be? They're not. Teams aren't good enough to be. No, I, I agree. So I'm just saying that like get where, better. No, I agree. I'm just saying with the what makes four compelling is the fact that every game does matter. Where I think, I mean, you saw a two loss Ohio State team. They won the Big Ten title. They would have been all right. So, but if but every game does matter. If you if you lose a game and you fall to sixth instead yeah. of being at third, also, you got to oh, go on the road. Also, I, in I, this, I agree. No, I agree. So this, absolute, every game does. Also, in this matter. scenario, I think if they, I think that they should put an emphasis back on the conference championship games and all five conferences get their I conference would agree champion that. Yeah. into that game. So I don't care. I, I don't care who. If it's Northwestern yeah. seven and five, they should get yeah, in. Yeah, they get in. So I and yeah, and so I think where, so my opinion is, if it goes to eight teams, then which I think is a that that is a very real possibility. And excuse me, if it goes to eight teams, then it's going to be the New Year's Six Bowls are going to be the semifinals. Yeah, and then the the then, then the semis and then the finals. If Ohio Wait, State plays second. Alabama in the national title game, can we go there? The, Take the podcast. Yeah, I'm buying my ticket. <laughs> We take the podcast. <laughs> so um, I think you should get rid of the conference championship game altogether, okay? Go to 16 teams. The first round is on the road, or let's right. wh- whoever's a higher seed. And then when it's knocked down to eight, that's the that's the semis and everything and so on and so forth. No, I, mean, I think that's the in the perfect world. I think that, I think that is in a perfect world. That is what and – I, and I don't really – I don't get why the answer to that is no. Well, at least the I will like say the if you, if you is, take out take out eight teams I don't I don't get why the answer is no it's way more money for everybody you take way out better TV deals for everybody the NCA gets all the money that they want well no you They're, know that's what that girl too, that you knew that works for the NCA she was telling us the NCA doesn't make any money off college football playoff right but they still but they still get money out of the whole the whole system right it's it's simple everybody five, gets so much there's money. five power five conferences in four spots. Right. I, well, they, and it's that not simple. to. I can't believe they didn't. They didn't like think of this. Well, yeah. not to mention, you would have to get rid of a non-conference game, which I'm completely cool with. I think there should be ten. I think it should be Absolutely. ten conference games. Al- the, Alabama Every and year. Auburn and all these freaking teams should be playing freaking. Sanford they should be playing Citadel week ten. No, I, I absolutely I, agree. There needs. But to... I, what what I will say is, and the reason why I think eight is coming, and this is where I'm going to get into my tangent on old Saint Nick, right here. What he's done, and Lindau will agree with me on this, and Garrett's going to lose his mind. What he's done since he's come in, there's only two teams in the SEC that get the treatment that Alabama gets, Alabama and LSU. They get bye weeks before their two toughest games. 
They get a bye week for A and M, and they get a bye week for LSU. They play three two FCS schools, right? He doesn't, and he doesn't go on the road. He only plays neutral site, which you can agree, disagree with it as much as you want. But because he does this, and LSU does this, when are you ever, as long as Saban's there, and this is an honest question, when is an A and M gonna rise up? I, I think it almost makes it impossible for an A and M or an like Auburn, maybe. I mean, Auburn's done it twice, but as Auburn yeah. hasn't been in the playoff. Yeah, it was in the. BCS. Oh well, they had, but they had their opportunity. But it was right. They but they were still they, they had it. they had three losses. We were so close to think, an Iron Bowl national. <laughs> but yeah. but we they were, had oh but that God. year didn't Auburn have what in Atlanta, two or three too. losses? Could you imma- oh jeez. Like Auburn had three losses that year. They beat Bama. Oh. And Bama's two, two, they need two, losses, two, and then they and then lost they to lost. UCF. They need, but that's what I'm saying because of what they've done. And Nick Saban, I know you're listening to this podcast, and I challenge you to come on and debate like me on they, this. They're, they're just smart. I'm not. I'm not okay. saying it's not schedule. beneficial okay. to. The, I'm it's not saying they, not, clearly they, it's they beneficial. Know they're not going to get they, penalized. But I also believe them where. I bet Alabama's calling up whoever they want to call up week ten to play them, and they say no. I guarantee you. They need to make it a there's, standard. There's no power five teams. They need every to make it a standard where every games. conference is playing not. They're they're playing nine. I don't I don't know how that's games. not. What's, like, it's not. It's the fact that, and this is my this is my biggest gripe. I would not despise. I don't even want to say despise. I wouldn't have even a big enough gripe with the SEC enough if they were like to me right now. The playing field isn't level. It's yeah. just not well, I, I because you that, play eight conference games, and if Ohio State before they played Penn State every year had a bye week, and then see, before they played Michigan played Youngstown State, no, see, I, I feel a lot better. I disagree because there's so much of a recency bias with your thinking on this because it it's was six happen. years ago that top to bottom the SEC was just the depth wise unbelievable. But so these schedules come out five seven years in advance for conference scheduling, right, and everything. So teams are scheduling with the mindset of we're playing in the most grueling conference week to week. Just because, okay. Long story so, short, so so they're scheduling with this in mind. These con- they're not con- they're not saying, well, man, we got to schedule just in case our conference gets bad in four years. Well, I mean to so, say the same thing. The Big Ten can't schedule with the assumption that they're always going to be worse than the SEC. Long story right. short, we. So what I'm saying is, if it's all level, then neither team can do that. Okay, we- but for the lo- but for the longest time. Talent-wise, there was such a massive talent discrepancy between the SEC and the Big Ten, and it was showing well, on the field right, we, and in records. We can all agree that Alabama should not be playing the Citadel. Right, but, okay, but, it's, but not Al- it's not just Alabama. It's no, every, I'm saying it's every SEC. SEC. Yes. Every but, yeah, what is, but what is just yeah. so Alabama? That's, that's, up to, that's up to a governing body to be like, hey. You, no, I, I agree with so, that. But there is a reason why the SEC gets teams, multiple teams in the playoff every year, and the Big Ten gets zero teams in the playoff every year. And because they're, they're not on the field. They're well, not they're on a level playing. Maybe field. they're doing it the right way. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. Way. I'm not disagreeing with it's you. It's not a level. Whether it's field. whether it's right or wrong, we could debate. If the Big Ten wants to shoot themselves in the foot, they can shoot themselves in the foot. If uh, all I'm saying is, it's not a level playing field. No. And but you can say you can fault. say you can say Alabama does this and this. However, there's only one team, maybe even LSU, that gets a bye week every year before their two toughest games. That's Alabama. Well, that's so you can. So if someone can explain to me how that's fair, I mean, Garrett, imagine if the week before A and M, A and M, gets a bye oh, week wow. when A and M's on a bye week before they play Alabama. Alabama has to play LSU than A and M. A and M's got a hell of a lot better chance to win that football game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's all I'm saying. 
This is Colin's conspiracy uh, hour. It's no, it's ridiculous. Uh, what Nick? Don't even look. I can go in on Nick Saban here. All right, first off, did you see what he did Collins week one? Hour. No, I have waited three weeks to get in on this. Did you see week one when he suspended those three players for the first half, right? Yeah. They go three drives without scoring, and he trots them right back out there. Yeah, he did do that. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And yeah. people want to, like, again, oh, by he wins, way, he can, wins. If you want to cover way, up the fact that he's a way, horrible person. Could you, could you imagine? a horrible person? I no. This is Could my other. Imagine how if Penn State did. Dude, that. if Penn State did what, if if your almost if your future alma mater did what Nick Saban did, the NCAA would be banging down your door, stealing the paternal cardboard <laughs> cutout this right. This Illuminati music can't play any louder. Secondly, no, and this I we do should agree. have a segment every week that's Collins Conspiracy Hour where he just rambles on about <laughs> Alabama. Nick no, Saban it's so it's so break. corrupt. It is literally well, so it's corrupt. Not, it's not, okay. I will say that. Whole suspending those three players and then trotting half, them back out and then there. Trotting them back out. Yeah, he there never said after... he was. He was. Uh, he was never suspending Dude, them for a long if, amount of time. If, he said it was the first half. Yeah, know? sometime in the first half. <laughs> he said the first half. Do you know? Secondly, if, sometime in the if first Penn half. State, Ohio State, Michigan, we would did get that, crushed. It would. It would be secondly, huge. Secondly, <laughs> here's here's another part. When he went on this rant about like giving players second chances and all this stuff he's right i've seen do every year you see the espn article pop up of them having like armed robbery <laughs> and it's two games these guys are committing felonies that is ridiculous <laughs> nobody on alabama is committing felonies are you look it up no, it was, wasn't it lsu last year the lsu had the two kids that killed a guy Okay, that's not Alabama. Do you've seen this too? No, right? I have seen this. Thank it you. Lindell's with me. It was. Give me it some was of that. Swept under the Look that Alabama started felons. That I that, okay, oh. that That might be a little ridiculous. That is the most ludicrous thing you have ever said. No. Colin, you're I'll die on this hill. I'm the okay. assault case against Alabama's uh Deontay Thompson dismissed. Okay, do you? No one sees this. Oh, we got it here. We can stop yelling. We got. We got to keep it a little quieter. You Wherever stop yelling. Okay. Literally, literally they're killing can, people out there. I will say though, Tom, you are starting to sound a little ridiculous. Okay. You're you're anti. I mean, the, the story was Deont Alabama defensive back Deontay Thompson was facing a warrant for felony domestic violence. Or felony um, assault. But you just okay. want me to throw these kids back out there and end up in jail. Instead, they come back and I get his degree. Dismissed. He didn't even play in the national championship game. You're telling me you're, I'm not going to be able to if I go home tonight. Guys, right to, to all our listeners, I'm going to go home. I'm going to spend the next seven days. Because I don't believe Lindau will be on with us next week because we'll be in Texas. Yeah. But we'll call you in. We'll have a call in. Okay. I will spend the next seven days. I'll spend my whole flight to Texas researching all the criminals that have played for Alabama that he's let off the hook. And look, hey, guys, I'm a Meyer fan. This guy's got a checkered past at Florida. I'm not debating it. Uh, Nick Saban's. <laughs> I will bring the documents. I've seen the documents. And I'll bring the documents. It's shady. And no one is really sitting here and denying it right now. That, that, I just, I mean, I just, okay. I just completely dismantled your whole Alabama starting felonies argument. You're telling me you're not. How about the kid that got suspended for like three games? Did he get Did he get put back on the team? Did he get put back on the team? That raped somebody and then. Oh, you have no proof. Did De'Anthony Thompson? Did Did that guy get Deon? 
even worse. Did that guy go back on the team he, after the national championship? Like he, he, they didn't, it didn't even go to trial. I wonder. I wonder. I wonder how much the bag man had to bring in for that one. Collins conspiracy hour is yeah. over. We should move to the lead pipe. Yeah. Wait. wait, wait yeah. Real quick. Decision in Alabama. Does anyone remember when the defensive end from Georgia came up here and was like, "Oh, I'm thinking going to Penn State," and then he looks and then he commits to Georgia like a day later and is all of a sudden, you know, driving around a brand new Ford Raptor. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Okay, I just want to yeah. point it out there okay. for all you people. Real quick, so. Um, any any more news on on the on the DJ PJ front? Uh, no more news on the DJ PJ front. That, that, that's it's, kind of calmed down a little. It's bit. It's calmed down a little <laughs> bit. Just wait till the Michigan game. Okay, something big. Did you did you see that Instagram video that I showed you guys today? Wait, what? Did, did, yes, uh, he admitted he stalked Franklin. Who was that? Oh yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, now you stuck. have to. Now you have to give them this. It means more. Hey, conspiracy hour is over. Hey guys, I'll, I'll see you next week. I already, I already found the documents. He stalked. For, yes. Yeah. He stalked Franklin. For all our listeners that are truly invested in the DJPJ conspiracy, at some point over the next two weeks, we'll most likely do it when we have our um, fearless leader Hurricane Lindell with us. We will be doing our podcast instead of at night, during the day, so we can call DJPJ's office and. Get his reaction to us asking about the petition. Something on the radio or something I heard at a festival or whatever. I just I shazam it. I take it. I put it in my head. And I, I store it in a Dropbox library of over 50,000 songs that we have. And I just start thinking, what can we use this one for? Wait. He said 50,000 songs he and he plays the same 50, six. 50,000 songs. He plays about four. Plays four. You know why? And you know what the problem well, is? Well, you know what DJ PJ song? Here's the problem with DJ PJ. No one man should have all that power. The song he plays nonstop. He does play power a lot. This man has too much power. He has a lot of power. We should and move to the lead pipe blocks. So I'm just saying, we could go Dallas on. Dallas get Nancy here. You're getting uh, Nancy here. I, I'm just saying. Yeah, okay. Um, Colin, who you got this week? The. All right. oh, we, we didn't even cover the game of the week. There's a reason game day is there. We do have to cover the games. We do have to cover the big games of the week. We do have to cover the big games of the week. They're not even that big this week. I know, they're not. There's one big game. Dude, I honestly think Penn State-Maryland is one of the biggest games of the week. It is one of the biggest games of the week for sure. Yeah. I mean, this week's not. Um, At at the opening line, I like Ohio State to cover the 15.5, but I think it's gone up since then. That's enough out of you. I think it's gone up since Um, then. Yeah, so let's run through real quick, I guess. Northwestern's at Wisconsin. That's some of the bigger games. Virginia at Notre Dame. That's only a twelve point spread. I kind of like Notre yeah, Dame. It's eleven that. now. The last time I checked. Is it at Notre Dame? At Notre Dame, I think Notre Dame wins it pretty easily. Uh, so do I. I don't think I, Virginia's that I think, good. I think UVA UVA's defense uh, actually might give Notre Dame a little bit of problems. Okay. But I do think Notre Dame will end up winning. I think it might be a little closer than you guys think. Okay. I think it might be about like I think it might be like a ten point game actually. At, coming after a tough, tough, yeah. tough game on the road against Georgia. Yeah. Like, Virginia was down uh, twenty. They were down. Seven, they were down seventeen to seven to ODU. ODU and scored. ODU. Hey, that's a big in-state rivalry. That is a big. That, well, they beat yeah. Virginia Tech last year. They did. Yeah. The Monarchs. Uh, USC at Washington. I think we already talked. I like that Washington. Game. I like um, a USC. And then. I guess Ohio State at Nebraska is the game of the week. How do you guys see? How do you guys? Another just kind of like 
Yeah. How do you guys see that game going? Uh, I see. I, I thought it was going to be tight earlier after watching Nebraska play defense against the fighting Illini of Illinois. I don't know. They only allowed. They only game. allowed 300 yards. How? Though. Okay. They only allowed 300 yards. You see that though? I, I it doesn't. They, a, had, they had 38 points. I, I know, but I'm just saying that's that's not a lot okay. of yards. How did Illinois lose that game? Lovey Smith. Yeah. I know. But, yeah, after watch, like you said, after watching Nebraska play defense in that game and in the fourth quarter against Colorado. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, Nebraska is going to have to, if they want to be in this game, they're going to have to score, I think, on like A lot every points. possession. And I don't know how they're going <laughs> to score against Ohio State's defense. I, I mean, I think they'll put up some points. Yeah. But I see the score. I see it like a, a 45-20, 45-21. Yeah. I think Ohio State wins. And that spreads, what, 16? Uh, it opened at 15 and a half. I think it's up to 18. I think Ohio right. State wins and covers. Um, all right, so your Stone Cold Lead Pipe Lock is the... Ohio State. Well, now. I'm conflicted, but I really like Duke plus three going into Virginia Tech. Ooh. On Friday night, Ooh. I think I don't know if you guys have watched Virginia Tech play at all this good. year. Not good. Really bad. They lack heart. They lack heart. The the fighting Fuente is just not able yeah. to get it done. For they him. they look rough, yeah. and I don't know much about Duke. I'm yeah. going to be honest with you. Uh, but this is more but, off of how bad West yeah, Virginia. This is Virginia more Tech off is. of how bad Virginia Tech has looked, and Duke. I mean, other than. Alabama, where they, yeah, but their other two games, they took care of business. Yeah, they looked better than Virginia Tech. Yeah, who struggled against Furman and ODU. Yeah, that's not very good. I was it was between that and TCU minus sixteen against Kansas, but I'm going with Duke okay. plus three okay. against Virginia Tech on Friday night. Friday night, a Friday night pick. Friday okay. night. I got a weekday pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Navy plus eleven. Our, our Naval Academy, the, the boys out in the ocean, I think they're going to run all over Memphis. They're at Memphis. Um, Memphis, have, they, they beat Ole Miss. I haven't done a lot. I don't think Navy's getting a lot of love. Um, Bill Connolly was, and I love Bill Connolly, love his SP Plus stuff um, and everything he does. Uh, there was a good graph of the teams that were what their uh, – what their rating was at the beginning of the year and what it's at now. And the biggest disparity from the beginning of the year to now, given all the metrics, is Navy. Navy is the, was the most underrated team going into the season up until this point. Can we do a little – what's our prediction for Penn State, Maryland? Um, real quick, let me finish my – I have a bonus. Oh, my gosh, he has a bonus. Guy hasn't won a lead pipe block of the week in, in all year, and he comes out with a bonus one. Um, I think that Notre Dame minus 11, I think they win big. Against Virginia, I'm Got, guys, guys, guys. Win. His eyebrows, his eyebrows just jumped up when he said Ooh, "big." I think they won thirty-one ten. Wow, interesting. I really do. That's yeah. Penn State, Maryland. Um, Dow, you can go first on that one. Uh, I mean, Maryland. I mean, okay. So everyone was freaking out about Maryland after yeah. the first two weeks, and we've obviously seen Syracuse is not what people thought they were right and they go and lose at temple yeah 20 to 17 yeah i know the transitive property is not a thing in football yeah it it, yeah but what do we temple 
then goes out and gets smacked by Buffalo. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did not know that. Yes. But makes me feel a little I, Maryland is just in. I mean, it's been three games this year, obviously, but inconsistency already showing. Yeah. I mean, I, obviously, this game, I think they will be a little up for, but I think they have not. They've obviously not seen athletes like Penn State's yeah. on well, defense. I, to be fair, though, has Penn State seen athletes like Maryland this year? They haven't. Maryland's got athletes. Uh, offensively. Offensively, they haven't. Defensively, no. they've played better defense. Pitt's yeah. a better Pitt, yeah. Pitt's wide receivers and their corners are big and physical. So I, th- I think Pitt is athletic in those aspects of the game. So I think we'll be prepared for yeah. whatever they – I think they're similar in that aspect. I, I, it's going to be – it's going to be uh, – what's his name? Josh Jackson. Yeah. And the running back group that I have This seen. is okay, in – what? Okay, last – I know this was last year's Maryland. Yeah. But last year's Maryland was what? A top 10 – Rushing team in yeah. the country. They ran for like 350 yards against Ohio State. What did they run for against Penn State? Like 25? Something like yeah, that. 30? Yeah. I think this is a really big game for Penn State on a couple different yeah. areas. Number one, um, it's a big game because they, they need to come out and show that they can be that team that can win it. Secondly, I think it's a big game because with Loxley at Maryland, there's going to be a lot of pressure on him. If Maryland actually becomes really good, that's a huge recruiting ground that Penn State jumps into. Pretty often, you don't want Maryland to get established as being a decent program, yeah. just to try and like border but that up. Pick. So, just a pick. Uh, I'll say Penn State twenty-four, Maryland twenty-one. Okay, it's very low scoring. Twenty-four. Given that neither. Twenty-four, twenty-one. Dad, yeah, dude. Teams in big games, night games, weeknights, hard to get points. Dad, what do you got? Uh, man, all right. I I really think Penn State is gonna go. I mean, I, obviously a little bias here. Yeah. I really do think Penn State is gonna go out and like shut these guys down yeah like seriously i i don't understand i mean obviously they, but i'll give you a score i i say like like 30 31 14 okay i th- i think that it's it's kind of a dog fight early and then um i agree with that and penn state kind of like they they don't they won't move the ball consistently but there'll be explosive plays here and there maryland does not have a very good defense I think Penn State stumbles upon finding themselves at 40 points, and I think they win probably 40 to 24, something like that. Right. So, a, I could see Maryland winning this football game. You are way too high on Maryland. They got talent. They lost to Temple. They do have talent. You guys almost lost to Pitt. Pitt beat UCF. And we're down at half against Buffalo. All right. Well, who? Beat Temple by That's fair enough. Transitive property. <laughs> Smoke with That's episode four of the No Chains Attached podcast. Like, share, follow. Please tell your friends. Tell everybody. Shout it from the shout it from the rooftop. No and get DJ attached. PJ out of Penn State. Get him out. Get him out of here. Get, get him, him out, out of here. here. Thank you guys for listening. Let's hear. It.